the slogan for the trade is master your craft. You got to be able yep. to, you know, not stay stagnant, not plateaued, but, you know, that work ethic, like you said, that work ethic that your dad taught you, that's like, that beats luck, that beats uh, <laughs> privilege, is that work ethic so that, you know, you're going to put in the work, man, and you're going to, you're the one that's benefiting from it. And that, that's yeah, what man. I like the most about it. It was like, I was doing this for me, not for like, mm-hmm. for the benefit of yeah. somebody else, because I'm the one learning. What's up, everybody? On today's episode, we have Johnny Castro, first-year tech out of Idaho. He just completed his one year back in October. He's only 22 years old, but he's a good dude who wants to excel at everything he does. I'll let him tell a story. Uh, All you new guys, listen up. All you vets, show your support. But first, I just want to give a quick thanks to the uh, sponsors of the podcast. With Visa Logics, the future of remote support is here. Visit visalogics.com slash HVAC. And my favorite CRM, Jobber. You know that us techs aren't meant to be behind a desk all day. Uh, Get out there and manage your business on the go. Visit getjobber.com slash reliablehvacr. Links will be in the description. I'll give you more details after the show. Now, show your support for the podcast. You know, drop a like, uh, subscribe if you haven't yet. Leave a comment and come on, guys. If you're listening to the audio podcast, follow and leave a review. Hopefully, it's a five star review. I appreciate all of you tuning in. And now let's get on with the show. All right, Johnny, how are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good, man. Long day at work, but it's never a bad day. Never a bad day when you do HVAC. Um, so, yeah. is it, has it been busy still for you guys? Um, yeah. what, are you guys what are you guys yeah. doing right now? So right now we're picking up a whole lot of maintenances. Uh, it's it's that winter season now. So, you know, I'm, I live up here in Idaho, so it gets really cold. And uh, we're keeping busy with, you know, just today I was uh, learning how to replace a, uh, what do you call it? A reversing valve on a heat pump. I've never, yeah. I've never done one. I barely saw one okay. like a year, a year ago. And I kind of yeah. thought like, holy crap i might have to you know change one soon uh i have like yeah, two yeah, locations yeah. two locations that, that kind of have it um mm. we don't really we don't really need heat well i've never seen them down here um uh, everything down here is like okay. electric heat and that that's mm-hmm. what everything is like going to i used to work on gas uh here and there but in texas we don't really need heating you right, know right, right uh, yeah, we no. uh we get like 50s maybe 40s um, and that's as cold as it gets. Everybody just shuts off the AC and opens the windows. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. 
it's Man, it's always crazy. so it's no. always it's always so damn hot down here. It's like a relief when we get yeah. winter, you know. That's right. That's right. That makes sense, though. Up here, it's the complete opposite. Right now, <laughs> this morning was like we were out there warming up that compressor and everything with like some heated blankets and stuff because it was like 29 degrees man so it was the complete opposite over here <laughs> <laughs> so uh you were learning to work on, on some uh re reversing valves did you have to change one out or anything yeah yeah so today we came across one that uh wasn't working you got stuck on the cooling side of it so we went and switched the heat and uh i was working with one of the trainers up here at this company i'm at and uh yeah it was pretty cool it was an all-day process we got there at like 8 a.m left at like 5 30 so um, so the, really this being cool. your this being your I guess first time working on it, did you uh, did you get hands on or did you just learn for today? That's what I like about how I've been taught thus far has yeah. been very hands on. You know, it's it was a uh, literally he just showed up and he was like, "All right, do this, do that. Don't touch that. Don't touch that." You know, kind of <laughs> it's very hands on. So you got to do the work. That's awesome. I, I love when that that happens because like uh you know some people just they're like you know showing you showing you and then it doesn't click until you yeah. actually get hands-on and do it yourself and then you know sometimes you'll make mistakes and you'll have to learn that way but it, it's the way of the yeah. trade <laughs> that's exactly right man that's exactly right and i'm a hands-on learner like i i'm a visual learner and if i can even touch it and, and mess around with it then you know i feel like i'm actually picking it up yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, like you said, you're from you're from Idaho. Uh, how's how's the weather right now? Like, what what kind of how cold is it over there? So right now, uh, it's ranging from twenty eight degrees starting yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, probably a high of thirty eight to right back down. Yeah, oh, we ne we never see that. It's like well, we had we had an, <laughs> an it, we had that issue one year where it was like a freeze, uh, mm -hmm. severe freeze or something, and it got okay. to twenty. And I've never seen that personally, at least like working, uh, being out being out in the field. And I'm like, uh, dude, I don't want to go out there. But we had a bunch of freezers that went down. You know, we we mostly work on like really? restaurants. Okay, and, okay, okay. Uh, freezing my ass off out there and like uh. <laughs> The issue, the issue we have is it, it's so hot all the time, right? You can charge mm -hmm. a walk-in cooler or freezer in the summer, right? Uh, there's a receiver that help, that holds that winter charge, which okay, is like okay. that extra charge that you need in, in the low ambient um, uh, times of year. And we would never really need it because it's always like, like right. I told you, 50s or something yeah. like that. But whenever it dips under like that cold, if that if that installer that tech didn't like uh fill the receiver or get that all that charge mm -hmm. in there and and you know get all that in um then like when it gets cold those freezers don't work those those coolers don't work and then I had, a ton, I had a ton of calls that year because we had just picked up a, a new customer mm -hmm. and you know i i don't know the history on them I, i've never worked on them uh we were wow. like slow slowly getting into it and like all of a sudden the, the phone starts ringing and it's like our coolers down our freezers down our cooler like I'm running around and it's like they're all low on charge there's no leaks you know we they were working fine all summer yeah. it's, it's just like just when like... that when that freeze hit where it was like 20 or under like they didn't have enough uh refrigerant to go through or enough pressure right and Dang. uh I, I was out there trying to figure it out because i don't have like i don't know do you guys use like heating jackets or anything for your tanks like, yeah when you yeah, charge yeah, them yeah. up mm -hmm. i didn't have any of that because i've never had to use them 
right. and I'm out there like trying to, you know, put put a torch to a tank, get yeah. it warming up. <laughs> and I think I recorded one in, one of those, and I was trying like to to say, you know, be cautious, or yeah. I, I don't even think I showed much of it because I was like, I got to do what I got to do, right? I got to get these, these. That's true. This, That's why they're paying you, right? <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. Those, I can't imagine that. And that was crazy for me because I've never seen that. So like I'm used to like right. raw hot, raw hot days. We were averaging like 115, 117 all God, summer, God. and it's like, and it's like you know, it, it's hot. It's it's not. It's real humid too because I'm by the coast. Right. So as you can as you can okay. imagine, because I'm I'm down here by South Texas Mexico border. Okay. Okay. So we yeah, have yeah. all the beaches and everything there, and man, it gets real humid. So. That that hunt that hundred it's like it always says like a hundred and five or a hundred degrees or whatever and then like the feel like you know the, the actual heat index mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is always like ten degrees up it, it feels that's way hot. crazy even now is that how it is like right today now? it's hot it's the humidity is not bad but it's uh we're in the seventies and the eighties that's crazy <laughs> so what are we like we're almost Thanksgiving and yeah uh, it's still like eighty something. <laughs> That's that's crazy, man. No, not here. We're expecting a uh, little snowstorm to hit soon, so that's the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah, and see, I've I've seen snow maybe a couple times, just because yeah. it, it's one of those things. Like every four or five years, like it gets that cold, to where that might happen. I think the last time it wasn't real snow; it was just like frosting up on like the cars just a little and bit. on the windows Dang. and stuff. But uh, yeah, when I was younger, we had snow. Uh, and I've only seen it like twice, so it's just one of those like Shoot, routine, man. routine things. Mm -hmm. Like every five years or so, you see it. Five, yeah. ten years, I don't know what it is. So you, uh, you service. Um, you, well, you're in Idaho. You service that area. Yeah. Is that is that where you're originally from, or where are you from? So I'm originally from Utah, from uh, from West Valley. So it's near downtown Utah, Salt Lake City area. Um, but I served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints for two years. Uh, that took me to Australia, and then COVID hit, so I had to come oh, back okay. home, and I finished up in Florida. And then uh, by that time, my family had moved up here. So I was like, all right, well, I guess we live in Idaho now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so then you, you basically grew up in Utah. Is that, is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. Grew up, mm -hmm. and then you got to, you got to travel a little bit. How, yeah. how was how's australia because that's a big I, I would feel like that's a culture shock yeah no it is man you wake up and you're like holy cow you're literally on the other side of the world it's <laughs> it's crazy and, crazy. and down now under still, yeah you literally <laughs> other side down under i tell everyone if you ever get the chance to go to australia you got to go it's just like once you get past all the bugs the spiders <laughs> everything everything's trying to get you once you get past yeah. all that it's a beautiful place for sure Oh, that's awesome, man. And and getting to travel, at least, you know, do that uh, yeah. out of the country. Uh, that's a that's a cool experience that you have now. And, uh, oh, man, I, just, oh, yeah. I can't imagine, you know, being out there in, in Australia, but you were doing your thing over there. <laughs> yeah, man. It's crazy. I mean, we leave, you know, uh, when you, these, you know, when we serve missions, you leave family, you leave work, you leave school, you leave everything just to go and, and preach, you know, the word of God. So it's really cool. It's a neat experience for sure. So do you go out, go out there and are you like a speaker or, or do you do different things? So um, it was kind of different for me, kind of different because like I said, COVID hit the beginning oh, yeah. of my mission. So when I first got there, it was, you know, 
like you see in the movies or commercials, just these guys with white shirts and ties knocking on doors, knocking on doors. And, you know, hey, do you got a moment to talk about Jesus? Right. And so that's kind of how it was for the beginning. And then we had to learn social media and how to continue spreading the word uh, through Facebook and all those other means. So. Yeah, that, that's crazy because I, I feel like that whole uh, 2020 situation, like uh, everybody turned to social media, working from home. Yeah. That was a big change for everybody and everybody had to adapt to that because uh, I yeah, even had yeah. uh, the other week I had some people that are like on a marketing team and they mm-hmm. said j- just when COVID hit that that completely changed the way they they do things because they're not you know right. calling on the phone. They're not in person as much and you got to learn social media uh, and how to kind of get your word out for whatever you're doing exactly man 100 percent. it was really cool because uh i graduated high school year early so i graduated as a junior and i did a year of college and i studied social media marketing so oh awesome (laughs) yeah going through COVID and all that and now you know building this you know building up my personality building up uh more content creation with hvac has been really cool to to be to be able to see how it's done how guys like y'all do it and it's just it's cool man and and like how it's like developing and stuff because like this wasn't this wasn't here a few years ago right we didn't see these people uh you know the the youtube the tick even the tiktok i'm still new to that one but uh youtube tiktok instagram i'm still trying to figure out like the the tiktok Mm -hmm. and facebook and uh you know doing a podcast now like there's actually people out there that that want to help that want to share uh yeah I just use this as an excuse to get to know people and and talk to other no, HVAC good, texts. <laughs> it's no, it's it's, like it's cool said. because because like I don't get to do that around here, right? Um, right, right. I, unfortunately, like I know good companies, I know so-so companies, right? Mm-hmm. Some of them don't want to don't want to talk shop, don't want to tell their secrets or uh, right, right, enter, right. entertain anything like that. But if you go on on Instagram, if you go on YouTube, all these guys are like open. You can hit yeah. any of them up have any questions you know they'll, they'll help you out and that, that's what i learned real quick because i used to i used to bug you know chris stevens and and all these other mm-hmm. dudes that were that were there and i'm like hey i got this over here that I, like i don't know if it's if it's uh, an issue or with this or that and you know they, they'd help right. me out so I, I thought that was really cool no well i mean that's kind of why i started you know I, I watched one of your podcasts and one of your videos and i was like like there's no gatekeeping you know yeah that's what I thought was really cool was like, it's a, it's a community where me, a new guy who's barely picking this up can go and talk to and ask anyone and get an answer. Yeah. And yours, yours uh, is called like Gastros HVAC, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. If anybody listening, like I said, I'll do the intro uh, and all that, but if anybody's listening, you know, go follow uh, Johnny here on, on Instagram and YouTube. <laughs> uh, that that's awesome man because i've had these conversations with other guys right and it's always like should mm-hmm. i start uh one guy was like you know I'm, I'm too shy but you know he wanted to do it i was like just right, go for right. it like what, what's the worst that can happen like either yeah. it, it it works or it doesn't like most most of it now though is positive which i think is awesome because i had to deal with some right. crap when i started no um, for sure but i have for not that. seen that i have not seen that anymore like even on my channel, like it was a bunch of like mm-hmm. negative, negative comments when I started, and it, uh-huh. it like those people, those people gradually like just got off. They just like disappearing, yeah. Yeah, and now you know everybody that that I see posting, you know they get a lot of support. So the community oh, is great. Sure. 
I love what, what I'm seeing there. I love what Ben H I always bring up Ben HVAC tactical. Yeah. The stuff that sure, he does. Man. That that's amazing. Like we have a a whole community there, an award show, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, well do you plan on, on going out there? That's what I was gonna talk about. He Go for it. he saw I think he saw my video. I don't know what happened. I think it was when I first launched my first video. And uh he messaged me. He was like, you're going to come to the award show. And bro, I was like freaked. I was like fangirling. I was like, what? That's crazy. And uh, so, yeah, you know, we're making, we're making the, the means to, to get out there in Chicago in January, man. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, mm -hmm. If you go out there, you know, I'll see you out there for sure. But yes, uh, ben, ben, Ben is just an awesome dude. I, I consider him like everybody's big brother and uh, yeah. super supportive has a lot on his plate but he, he's very supportive i know everybody and he's so he's so active <laughs> on social media he's active with like so many projects and yeah i like that he's he's a big brother for sure for sure man so uh, let's get into like like some of the stuff that you do so what kind of work okay. do you do um on a day-to-day -day basis so on a day-to-day -day basis and obviously it's, it's been changing for me uh i That's officially hit like yeah <laughs> it's officially hit my first year uh october like 27th or something so you know it went from writing with another technician to taking notes to uh, just watching one day doing a butt ton of homework um because i just barely started school. congrats on the one year because some people don't even stick around for that so you, you gotta get <laughs> yeah. through you gotta get through like the first year or so yeah. of uh learning and, and being at the bottom basically right and then yeah. it, it'll start it'll start rolling if you just put your your you you put a lot into it you're gonna get a lot of, out of it yeah no you gotta put you gotta put your big boy pants on you know you gotta put in the work it's not just gonna come up and uh but now for me the day to day uh we start pretty early i mean early-ish i guess seven thirty, uh and then now that i'm kind of like a more trusted technician you know that i know a little more of what i'm doing uh they'll mm -hmm. throw a few like diagnostics on me some no heat calls right now specifically with this weather that's going on is um, your is then, your company like a residential company or do they do a little more all of it all of it all of the it cleanings okay. commercial residential install we have probably the biggest company in the valley since we service the treasure valley which is like boise area all of that surrounds that <clears throat> Yeah. I uh, did my research before picking the company. And, yeah, that's uh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the cool thing was, uh, you know, they asked me, "What do you want to do?" And I had a little bit of uh, experience doing some commercial, uh, and uh, I was like, you know, let me start with residential. It seems like you know something I can pick up a little quicker, yeah. and then perhaps in the future move to uh, move to commercial. So. So, okay, before this, is this your first company that you've been at or did you have experience prior to this? So it's my first actual company that I've been working with. I, the okay. experience, the brief experience I had beforehand came from uh, one of my uncles. He, he's an HVAC tech in LA and uh, okay. I'd work with him a few summer. And then when I came home off my mission, it was, you know, I was out in LA for two weeks, just learning from him. And then really, hit. I was like, okay, this is something that I, I think I can do like legit now. And okay. so I just full sent it. You know, I, <laughs> a bunch of people ask me uh, at work, oh, how did you get into HVAC? And I'm like, you know what? 
I saw the opportunity. I met a pretty girl. I decided to get married. And I said I needed some money, and HVAC was the route I wanted to go. Yeah, that's awesome, so, man, because uh, you definitely get a, a, a good check or something that's guaranteed, yeah, right? Because, like, exactly. if you if you learn this skill, like what I always say is you if you learn a skill, you eat for life, right? It doesn't matter, mm-hmm. like, what company you're at, you know, if, if they don't treat you well or if yeah they let go of people, you can find another job pretty easily or you can do your own thing like there's a whole bunch of ways mm-hmm. uh to go about it just as long as you have that hvac skill right um exactly. you can do a lot so did yeah. you did you learn a lot from your, your uncle then i did i did i mean it was uh that learning phase where you're learning but it's not really sticking you know yeah <laughs> uh, i knew how to work with my hands because we we have a fence company in our family so we put up like vinyl okay. fences around homes and stuff like that, around communities. Um, but it was just tiring, man. Like I, you know, my respects to my my family that does that. But I was like, shoot, I need something a little more, a little more hands on, a little more like mental, you know. And so, uh, yeah, learning from my uncle was really really good because he just he was super patient, uh, and he would check up a lot. And he would again, like I said, he was very hands on. It was very much so like. Like, don't be afraid of it. Just, just go for it. Yeah, th- those are those are the good ones. You know, you get lucky when you get a guy that's yeah. for one for one patient, right? Because like even I get annoyed with with some of the questions I get sometimes when I'm out there with a helper or when my brother was starting out, right? And, right, right. Uh, you got to be patient because then you know, as a as a new guy, you just want to know like why or how. Yeah. Like uh-huh. const constantly, right? And at like the older techs are just trying to get in and out. So there's always exactly. that little the little battle there with, with the two. And uh, you know, when you when you can find somebody that can mentor you and kind of at least, you know, give you some tips and tricks, even if it's just, you know, that to get you by, you know, that's awesome. No, yeah, exactly. And I've been blessed, man. I've been blessed to have very good mentors and, and trainers uh that are like yeah. that are very patient. I'm talking like first time on call. It was midnight. I had no idea what the heck was going on with the system. I called him and I was like, man, I'm sorry to bother you. And, you know, he was able to walk me through and was like, all right, here's how to do it. You're going to be okay. And I was like, dang. I mean, I hit the jackpot for sure. That's awesome. So you 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 said you you just finished uh, basically doing a year of this. How old are you? I am 22. So, Dude. Okay, you're young. Yeah. You, you got that. You got a good uh, – you get a good start there because like some people start a little later, um, you know, mm-hmm. even myself, I, I mean, I've, I've always said this on, on other episodes that like my dad got kind of got me into it. Right. You know, he needed right. help on the HVAC side uh, because he does something, he does a commercial kitchen equipment and I do okay, the refrigeration okay. side. So then I went to help him out. You know, I went to go get my, I went to school for it and all that. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to collect the check. I'm just, you know, I'm being honest, you know, I didn't really think of it that deep. And I had friends, I had roommates, you know, like my mind was elsewhere when I started. It took me a few years to actually kind of like, like zero in and be like, no, I need to, I need to work on this. Right. I need to work on my Mm -hmm. people skills, my technical skills. And I, and I got really cocky. I'm not going to lie. Like I I did pretty well. I've always been good at fixing things. I got kind of cocky too. Like, oh, I just go in and out, fix it. I didn't understand yeah. <laughs> the uh, customer. I didn't understand the customer service aspect of it, especially running a okay. business. 
And there was a lot of stuff that I had to learn and it took me a while, but like I finally picked it up and ran with it. And, um, mm. you know, I, I just hope that guys that are listening, you guys that are getting into the trade, you know, pick it up sooner because then you'll have that head start and you can, you know, you got a whole uh, career ahead of you once you kind of learn to do all the little things, learn as much as you can, you do, do all these things and, and just be better, you know? Yeah. Not for sure. I would, like I said, I'm very blessed to have had the opportunity to learn. And uh, I like it. That's the thing. Like, I was skeptical at the beginning. I was like, bruh, I was <laughs> studying business at Boise State. Like, I wasn't really trying to, you know, do like a trade or like, you know, that labor. Yeah, because uh, yeah, you said yeah, your, your family did your family did fencing, right? So is that your, mm -hmm. your dad and other members? Yeah, my dad and his brothers and uh, in Utah and now in Idaho, we have a company out here. And so that's all I knew, you know, was fencing. And that, was, and that's know, like, them. yeah, and that's intensive labor, right? That's yeah, just like bro. a lot of labor, a lot of, uh, you know, stuff like that, uh, which yeah. is fine, right? Every trade is it great. Is. But exactly. uh, like my respects to them that do that, you know, and, and I did it for a long time, but it's like I needed to find something else. Yeah, everybody has their own thing. Um, like, mm -hmm. like I said, when I congratulated you on your first year, See, I, I, you know, I wanted to do what my dad does. I've always been uh -huh. somebody to, to open up things, fix things. You know, when I was younger, um, mm -hmm. I used to fix smartphones, electronics. You know, okay. I, I've done a lot of things like that. So it was yeah, just yeah, natural yeah. to get into it. Uh, my youngest brother also works for us. He's more okay. of a he's more of a gamer, but he's very good with mm -hmm. with his hands. Very good at. And he's very meticulous, right? He's uh, he. I think he has like OCD or something. Like he's very good <laughs> in our line of work, you know, when it comes yeah. to that kind of stuff. And he picks up a lot of little things that I don't even see. So great, oh, okay. you know, he's great at it too. Now my middle brother, mm -hmm. I have a middle brother who went to work with us, right? He didn't know what he wanted to do either. Uh -huh. I think he was working working at the mall or something before. He didn't even last a day, honestly. He's like, really? nope, I'm not showing up tomorrow. This is not for me. <laughs> he called it quits. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it, it's like it's, that, it's not it's not for everybody, but it's a good trade to be in, and that's why I said, you know, good for you for sticking with it, because like you thank said, you. you had your thank you. thank you, you had your fencing, you know, business that your that your family does. You could have stuck with that, right? But you wanted to do something else, and then you said you went exactly. to. Uh, I mean, we all have to go to college for something, right? It's always pushed, right? But oh, uh, yeah, yeah. you went you went for like a business, you said? Yeah. Yeah. So I was studying business with the uh, desire to get into international business because I speak oh, okay. uh, English, Spanish and Chinese. And so That's my awesome. desire was to was to do that. And so when HVAC came out of nowhere, bro, and, <laughs> you know, it caught me off guard and I actually started liking it. Yeah. Uh, then I was like, OK, shoot. Well, there's there's got to be a way somewhere down the future somewhere down the line that it's going to merge. Right. But right now I got to yeah. learn as much as I can. Yeah. I mean, that definitely they can connect, they can merge. Um, and that's why, like, like I said, the other, the other week I had a marketing team, people from marketing mm -hmm. on here. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause there's different aspects to the whole HVAC that I've been trying to tell people, right. You don't have yeah. to just be an installer or uh, whatever, right. You can do commercial, mm -hmm. residential, industrial, whatever you want to get your hands on. But there's also right. like, people that work at counters, people that work as salesmen, marketing teams, mm -hmm. social media, mm -hmm. like, like there's, there's tons of stuff. So 
designing, right? Like if you're good at designing oh, yeah. stuff, you know, mm-hmm. all that all that stuff is uh is there if you just get your foot in the door and then figure out exactly. what kind of what kind of avenue you want to take. So there's a, there's exactly. a lot. And that's the thing that a lot of my generation nowadays isn't aware of. Like I always get complimented like, "Oh, you're the you're one of the youngest techs we've ever had." Because a lot of my generation, you know, they're not doing the trades. They're not working with their hands anymore. So there's a lot more to HVAC than just the tools, per se. So did you, are you still working on that on that degree or, or how's that going? So I got married this summer, so I put it on pause for a little bit. Um, but I'm, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's been great. But I'm looking to going back to back to school. Um, you know, taking it uh, a credit at a time, but I yeah. do, you know, that's one of my goals. Like I'm a first generation uh, Hispanic here and like, you know, I'm the first one to go to college. I'm the first one to, you know, have a work at a company with healthcare insurance, you know, with vision insurance, like, you know, and so there's a lot of those things. And one of those things for me is, is to, you know, graduate and get my parents that, you know, that degree to get, show myself mm-hmm. that I was able to do it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and it's it's good that you're doing it now because, like, if you let it go too long, you might not want to go back. Cause, yeah. Like, I'm also the first one to go to college in my family, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I, I, I always tell people that's not important. It's not this and that. But, like, it is a little uh, something to, to get off your to-do list or, or your yeah. whatever you want to call yeah. it, right? It's, a, it's an achievement. So... Mm-hmm. I got lucky that I found an HVAC program at my college, right? So okay. I I switched over from electrical engineering to basically oh. H basically HVAC, right? Yeah, yeah. And okay. I, I finished and I got my degree and now I have one, right? I can say I went to college, I can say I did all right. that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I did at one point want to go back to get a another degree or or you know expand on it. I let yeah. it go too long and I'm not gonna go back at this point. So that's what I'm saying. Gotcha. Just don't let it go. Don't let it go too far. Um, it's good that yeah. you're doing it now because you'll just get busier later. Exactly. Exactly. And so that, you know, it's just in the world we live in, you know, to society, I've always kind of just noticed that you got that piece of paper that says that you accomplished a career, a degree, a trade. Uh, you're, I want to say you're worth more, but in society's eyes, it's like, okay, well, they can put in the work. Yeah, you know, it's just like it's just how like that I little said, piece of paper is. Yeah, like I said, it's it's a little achievement there. Like I'm working for myself, yeah. and, and I got lucky in that part, in that sense, to where my dad, you know, did this company, and, and I got mm-hmm. I'm I'm grateful and I'm thankful because I didn't have to go through a lot of that kind of stuff, right? Um, being judged right. by any means on that side of things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I had the paper to justify whatever, but. Um, right, right, right. You know, like I, I'm in my own business. I get to do my own thing, and and I've been blessed mm-hmm. in that in that way. Um, but there there is there is something to the trade though, because what happened when that 2020 um, COVID and everything all all of that came crashing down? Yeah, everybody with a degree didn't really have much to do. Uh, all the tradesmen, exactly. tradeswomen, were out there still working. So. Mm-hmm. That that's a that's the thing people need to understand is like what makes this world go round, right? It's it's a lot of the trades, yeah. a lot of uh, yeah. construction, building, electricians, plumbers, and definitely HVAC. Yeah. I mean, 
no and that's what i always tell people when they ask me like should i get into this trade is it a good trade is it a good future this and that right it the main thing which which i hate and we can touch on it in a bit if we want but you know they always ask me like what do, what's a starting pay what's and i think i even got mm -hmm. that question for one of my instagram uh questions for you but like what's yeah, the starting yeah. pay what how much am i going to make now and and, th and this and that and and i tell them like you're not going to like the answer uh, it depends on where you live yes. also because i live in a low market area you're not going to get 20 dollars an hour if you're starting out here you're going to get like close uh -huh. to 10 12 15 you know something around there uh depending on on what you know and how they value you so right, right, right. you know you 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 have it's a good trade to be in it's just you know you you like i said they asked me all these questions but it's it's you got to work your way up you got to get in there yeah. for the first few years those raises will come right the more you know the, exactly. the more you're worth and uh it's just like i would tell them like yeah like uh you know the what what makes the world go around like all this other stuff but Mm -hmm. just think just think about it like refrigeration is never going to go away because like as far as like what i do product there's right. restaurants there's Always. supermarkets that's like millions of dollars of product that they have they need technicians working on those things like 24 7. uh mm -hmm. whether, whether it's residential or commercial you're always going to need air conditioning and heating right exactly uh, mm -hmm. you have families with little kids with elderly they need their air conditioning air conditioning they can't they can't always go get a hotel or whatever it is you exactly. know some of these families can can barely afford to fix their, their equipment so like it no, is what yeah. it is yeah and, yeah. and on the commercial side with me when i get called out it's because a lot of customers are walking out because it's too hot they don't want to eat in the restaurant so that's a lot of money that they're mm -hmm. letting walk out and they want that mm -hmm. technician there fixing that equipment so that's what i always tell people it. like think of that kind of stuff it'll always be in demand i mean there's no way there's no way around it exactly no yeah, i like how you said it it's, it's what makes the world go around because i've even joked with some of the boys if, if something were to happen and we were to become cavemen again you know we know how to fan somebody we know how to make that fan go by itself you know it's always going to be in demand so it's it's a perfect place man yeah i always tell people it's a, it's a great trade to be in um uh, just think about it right and like we can't be without mm -hmm. any of that stuff uh, and we're we're lucky, man. We're you know we're privileged. I like to say in that sense because you know I grew up with like AC with some heating. Yeah. In Utah, you get a whole bunch of snow, and so the fact that we're able to now kind of get back, get back to the people who you know who need it, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, man. So um, at the at the job that you're you're working at right now, you said that's your first like actual HVAC job where you. Mm -hmm. are all all in you know they're putting you out there they're, they're teaching you they're getting you to work basically yeah. um how did you go about getting that that kind of job like because i always get people that also ask um you know that they're looking for a job or they want to know what's the best way to get hired yeah. um what was your experience you know trying to look for a job and then getting one i'm gonna be completely honest with you <laughs> i was driving on the freeway I saw one of the trucks drive by, took yeah. a picture of the of the number in the back, found out where it was, called in, walked in the same day, asked for an application, you know, and I was fortunate enough because I had done something similar a week mm -hmm. prior with another company. Okay. They never got back, never got back to me. So at this one, 
uh, like I said, I was fortunate enough to have the service manager walk up to me and introduce himself and, and like get the ball rolling, you know, get the ball rolling. And it's like we said, if one company is not ready to hire you, there's 10 others that are. So, you know, for those that are asking about that, like it's as easy as that. It's as easy as that. Just open your eyes on the freeway. There's billboards, there's vans with, you know, advertisement. And that's what I did. It was literally just a matter of filling out the application Filled it out on yeah. a Monday. I had the job on Wednesday, like that. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I'll, yeah, experience does help if if you can, you know, say that you've at, or just even knowing yeah. how to use tools or anything like that. Like a lot of little things help. But you went in and you kind of presented yourself. That's always a good way too if you are mm-hmm. able to do it in person and kind of get to know the person and yeah. get tell like they can see how you are. You know, you can show that you're respectful, your your work ethic, whatever you can talk yeah. about. Um, and then show that you want it because like a lot of people, exactly. I was, I always tell them like, the, the, I mean, they need techs everywhere, but mm-hmm. they're not going to just go and like handpick you if you're just sitting on the sofa or whatever it is. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. so if you make the effort to go out there, I had another guy that was on uh, a couple weeks ago and, mm-hmm. and he was also looking for a job. He's like, I call like 10 different ones. You know, some of them say no. You know, some of them are discouraging, but like eventually mm-hmm. I got through one and we talked and, you know, they, they were able to, to come come to an agreement and, and get hired. And right, uh, right. That, that, that's all it takes, right? Like one company doesn't hire, but the next one might. Exactly. That's literally it, man. For me, like I said, I was super, super blessed to just be able to walk in. And uh, I was honest, you know, like I said, I was just like, look, I don't know a lot. And I said that in one of my videos was like, they make, you know, make you check a list. What do you know about heat pumps? What do you know about this or that? And I was like, I don't know what any of this is, but I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to put in the work. Was it, uh, so like, let's talk about your, after, you know, you get hired and stuff. Mm-hmm. Was it like, you know, a lot to take in? Was it hard to, to grasp uh, learning the, the trades or what they do there? Yeah, no, nah, it was, it was kind of frustrating the beginning uh okay just because it's a lot i at least myself you know i i'm competitive <laughs> i grew up playing <laughs> sports and all that you know and i was like i'm, I I'm the same myself. i'm the same way dude i'm the same way yeah. i used to play basketball yeah me too basketball was like yeah. my main thing and it, you know there's always that guy you're looking towards and you're like man i gotta beat that guy i gotta get yeah. as good as them and over and beat you know their skill um but bro, when I tell you like they would my my first trainer would ask me to go get a pair of uh a pair of like uh what do you call them like pipe clamps. I'd be out for like twenty minutes in the truck trying to find out what the heck that was. Dude, I just did a meme for that. <laughs> yeah, that's like when you send the helper yeah. out. Yeah, when you send the helper out and they're like, What the hell? I don't know what to me. get. <laughs> that was me, bro. I was looking it up on Google, trying not to look dumb trying to find what a picture of it so I can take it to them and be quick. Cause you know, I mean, at least I was raised like that. I feel like most Hispanics, especially you know, in my experience we're, we're Mexican. It was like, go, 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 go. You know, you, your boss asks you for something, you go, you go fast. You know, my mom would always say, ponte las pilas, put on your batteries. Cause you gotta go, you gotta move fast. No, man, that's awesome. Because uh, that that's, that's a good thing because and, and I, I get the whole competitive thing. Like I said, I used to play basketball. Mm-hmm. 
if I didn't tear my ACL, I would have, I would have kept going and, and trying to make, <laughs> I really wanted to do something with it, man. Uh, okay. And, you know, but being competitive, uh, it's, it's like a good and a bad thing though, because yes. over here, mm -hmm. you know, when you're out there working, I didn't, I didn't want help. I didn't want to call tech support. That kind of, that kind of stuff happened to me. Um, okay. I wanted to figure it out on my own, you know, it kind of frustrated me that way too. But, uh, yeah, man. And then you, you, if you don't know something, you know, it, it hits harder because like you, you exactly. want to know everything you want to get it quickly, but it takes time, man. And the embarrassment, man, of walking back and just being like, look, man, I don't know what you're asking me for. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. It's so frustrating. Cause I'd come home and just like, you know, is this, is this when I give up? Like, am I just going to go back to, you know, not knowing and that was what pushed me to be like no i have to learn what do you mean like i can't just give up like that was there anything you did to kind of help you through that like uh whether it was that or like uh troubleshooting or anything like that uh that's a good question i, I was just asking questions on stop man if i'm being honest it was like if if i could tell that you know the senior tech that was there was kind of like in the zone, I would write these questions down. I would make sure to take pictures. And that way, when we got back in the truck, I could be like, all right, I got some questions now. I know that's a, that's a really that good, job. yeah, that's a really good way to do it because I told, I, I tell people too, like, uh, it's okay to ask questions, but if that tech is like, like you said, in the zone, yeah. frustrated, it's been a, it's a hot day, whatever it is, try saving those questions for after the job or on your drive or something like that. Exactly. They'll be much more inclined mm -hmm. to, to answer those because, sometimes it's tough you know you're out you're on the roof you're out in the sun or something's yeah. not going right yeah. they don't want to answer those questions <laughs> no nah, and it, i mean it's obvious you know it, the new guy wants to learn but it's also it's going to teach you and it taught me a lot of patience to, to just be able to like realize that if i can't get the answer right now if i don't get it from him i know i can go home and look it up and so that was what was really cool too a lot of a lot of homework at home just trying to see and get familiar with tools. Like I was scrolling on in like most common tools uh, in HVAC, so I could at least know what the heck the things that they were asking me were for. You know. Yeah, there's a lot of things you got to kind of like learn as far as like what tools to use, um, mm -hmm. and then just just because you you didn't go into school, right? You everything you learned was was hands on. All hands on, man. I just started my first semester, uh, actually going to school for HVAC as well. So it's, oh, so you're doing trades, you know, trade school now? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, luckily the company we're with, well, they awesome. enroll us and they get us going on that. So it's been really good to now be able to back everything up with the knowledge, you know, the books. So the, the company uh, helps you get into all that? Yeah. Yeah, I literally just got an email. And they're like, hey, you're enrolled. You start at this point. Don't mess up. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was, it was uh, difficult difficult it's very trade school is very different from normal school i'm gonna say you know because i've done shoot almost three years of just university you know taking your math class your science class your writing class but hvac school was like holy cow this stuff is crazy because i'm used to reading the material take the test do the homework but you know instead it's like a whole new vocabulary it's a whole new world for sure 
Yeah, that, that's what I was gonna get to. Is like, I like, I, I, I went to school. I was like, I was going to school and kind of working at the same time. Uh-huh. I actually started as a helper for my dad, so I did more of like the cooking equipment first. Okay, okay. And then, and then we hired somebody that we could kind of like outsource that other refrigeration work, and that's where I kind of got my experience a little bit. So, mm-hmm. like I said, I kind of worked and went to school at the same time. School is because some people like hate it or love it. It's really good to get your basics, and like you said, like when yeah. you, like when you went out there, you didn't know what certain tools were, what they did, the names of these tools, right? Mm-hmm. You're gonna learn all that in school, right? They're gonna tell you exactly right. what to do with what tool. I learned how to do duct work. I don't even do duct work, but I know how to do it uh, manually and everything. It, right. mm-hmm. And uh, all the different ways to do uh, tubic, like a what do you call it, swedging your your pipes. Uh, bending, uh-huh. you know, yeah. all that goes. They do that and brazing. If you, if you need to yeah. learn your basics and brazing, uh, but learning all the terms too, because you're gonna need to know. Like, it, it's. Oh, yeah. I, I can imagine how hard it was for you to pick up like superheat, subcool, uh, all this uh, saturated stuff that you have to know the temperatures. Yeah. Because a lot of guys, you know, I worked with a lot of older guys too, or, or I've helped a lot okay. of older guys. And uh, I went to school, right? So I had to kind of tell them sometimes how to do things or correct oh. them or, or help them okay. out. And uh, the one thing that always got on my nerves was when they were telling me what's the pressure what or what should the pressure be and, and pressure this, pressure that. I'm like, it's mm-hmm. not pressures, it's, it's temperatures. What is your temperature? What is the, the temperature of your condenser? <laughs> what is your saturated temperature? Give me a superheat number or range at least. Uh, uh, you know, I need to know all this, right? Because right, a lot of the a lot of the stuff we deal with is like, how hot is it, or is it cooling inside? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not memorizing psi numbers, and PSI, I do refrigerate. Right, I do refrigeration. We have like so many damn refrigerants now: 404, That's 134, true. R22. Uh, I, I was dealing with like like r502 and then some other ones that were like ancient and i'm like wow. i don't know the psi just give me the uh just give me the the temperature right 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 yeah no and then i can i can like put myself in your uh scenario i'd just be freaking doodling on my notepad bro <laughs> that's how it was for the longest <laughs> time for me it was like i don't know what you guys are talking about when we'd have service meetings and in person uh and that's all the old text kind of like making jokes about superheat i was like i have no idea what you're talking about I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah that that's like i said the benefit because like everybody's like oh you you, yeah. you learn more in the field and like that that's true but mm-hmm. like it's nice to know your basics you know going out there or i mean you're gonna go out there blind so you know there's there's a uh, different ways to do it absolutely that, that's probably one thing that I do wish I would have done maybe a little different was to understand more of the basics before I jumped into it. So that way I wasn't as lost for, you know, as long as I was. So, yeah, that, that's kind of what helped me. Like I said, I, I did a little bit of, I, I did a little work as I was going to school, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I ran into some, I ran into some of my teachers, you know, when we we're getting breakfast sometimes, cause I would ditch school cause we had these big projects <laughs> to do out of town. And then okay. I would like cross path with my teachers 
And they're like, shouldn't you be in school today? I'm like, I got a job out of town. I'll be, I'll be back tomorrow. I'll be right back. <laughs> I was like, I, I got it. I had to take advantage of being on the, in the field. Right. I, I really loved yeah. doing it. And, exactly. Um, that, that's, that's what I would do. You know, after class at Boise state, I take classes from 7am to two, three, and then I go and catch up with wherever my trainer was and, and then work from four to freaking yeah. eight or whatever. So it was, you know, it was difficult. Yeah, man. So like, so like I said, I had the, the, the luxury of, of going to school and then kind of mm-hmm. applying it, applying it right away because I was slowly getting more into, to actually working and stuff. And, uh, yeah, like I had a few people I could learn from, I could call on this and that, but like mm-hmm. the, the whole, the whole plan for me was my dad needed a refrigeration partner, right? He does hot right. side. I do cold side. Right. So I was never going to go work for another company full time. Mm-hmm. So I learned from who I needed to. I, I rode along with some guys that did residential, got my experience form signed off uh, so I could take okay. my license uh, test, my contractor's license. Mm-hmm. And I just went into it. So a lot of the stuff that I wow. learned was like by mistakes or, you know, just seeing it for the first time uh, out in the field. So that, wow. that was my kind of path through it very frustrating uh you know and very like full of mistakes so that's how i navigated through it and uh it was a little different because i had to be i I got thrown into the fire pretty quick yeah oh yeah for sure for sure but that's kind of cool though to to be able to work with your dad and how how has that been for you like working with family uh it's for the most part it's it's good uh there are times where Uh we get on on each other's nerves yeah, but uh, <laughs> but uh, he's he's the one that I learned all this, uh, like how to work, how, the work ethic, okay. uh, mm-hmm. the mindset, all this stuff. He's a very hard worker, and also okay. he used to be an electrician. Now he done okay. he's done other stuff before, but he was an electrician, and he kind of taught himself because somebody gave him an opportunity to mm-hmm. work at a commercial kitchen um company right that's all they did right okay commercial kitchen uh equipment and they did a little hvac but they had their own hvac guys for that mm-hmm. so he had he had the opportunity i i remember seeing him study his ass off and learn all this after work or in his free time mm-hmm. and then to for this man to then work his way up that company uh, he got an award there for like technician of the year and it's like a, wow. a Texas thing. Technician okay. of the year became a branch manager and they had him training other guys. He trained two of his brothers that switched over. Really? One was a, a guy that did car alarms. The other guy was like a handyman, did carpet work and stuff like that. He trained them to do what he did. And now they have careers doing what we do. Doing the same thing. So, that's tight, man. Wow. But he he did not like being in the office. They kept sticking him in the office. Uh-huh. We need you to take care of everything here, train guys. You know that's that's what they wanted him to do. He's like, you know, screw it. I'm doing my own he thing. Wasn't about so, that. <laughs> yeah, and I still can't get him on, out of the field, man. He's always up there, and he's getting on these roofs, and I always have to get after him. Like, dude, yeah, yeah. get your ass back down. <laughs> yeah, get stay off these roofs, man. I don't need you up here. But he's that's how he is, and that's that's kind of where I got yeah. my work ethic. Uh, oh, that's good. Him, 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 and my grandfather, because they were both like that. Okay. Uh, 
they love to work they love to work with their hands and be out there like solving problems that that's one of my mm -hmm. favorite things about this whole hvac thing is is what you brought up earlier was that you had a job where you had a, a business where you guys were labor intensive right it's yeah. you do the same thing over and over whatever it may be if you get into hvac you're challenged daily right your mind is yeah. challenged you got to think yeah. on your feet um solve problems so like i learned a lot of that from him he's very okay. good at solving problems i still bounce ideas off of him sometimes because i get stuck right and he's mm -hmm. like oh like he just will think out loud with me and it's like why don't you do this why don't you try that i'm like you know what and then like you know we'll get through it um but but yeah man that, that's one of my favorite things is is how we're challenged and we have to constantly be uh improving and, and yeah you know crafting our skills in this trade exactly exactly and it's a never-ending thing it's a never-ending thing you were always learning i feel like every day i'm learning something new and uh yeah it's like you know the slogan for the trade is master your craft you gotta be able yep. to you know not stay stagnant not plateau but you know that work ethic like you said that work ethic that your dad taught you that's like that beats luck that beats uh <laughs> privilege is that work ethic so that you know you're gonna put in the work man and you're gonna you're the one that's benefiting from it and that's that's yeah, what man. i like the most about it was like i was doing this for me not for like mm -hmm. for the benefit of yeah. somebody else because i'm the one learning yeah and you put yourself in a good position right you're you're doing really well for being a first year tech. Uh, and that's, yeah, that's so. what I, and that's what I appreciate from you guys is like, do they want to learn? Do they, do they want to do this on yeah. their own, on their own time or anything like that? Right. Like you said, you, you, you kind of learn off the clock as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, books, books is kind of what I did for the first few months was like, yeah. I found, uh, my uncle gave me his book from school is this I'm talking monster book, man. It's huge. And that's what I would, you know, read here and there and figure it out. And uh, then I came across YouTube videos and like YouTube channels and content creators like yourself. And uh, it's just, yeah, I like it. It's, it's such a big community to learn from. There, there's no excuse now because I, I always tell people like, like, when I started, because I started like 16 years ago, okay. it was very hard to find things online, right? There wasn't much of an, there was internet, like I'm not that old, but uh, <laughs> I, could, I couldn't find, like no, companies didn't really have their manuals online. Uh, right. And if oh, they did, really? if they did, it would take forever for me to download it or find it. You know, service was crappy. Wow. And there was no YouTube, no Instagram, nobody to talk to, like, oh, like online. Um, that's why I said I had a couple of guys I could I could call and I could talk to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but even then, sometimes, you know, we would be like, it, it's over the phone, like you're chasing your tail sometimes. And uh, yeah. And I, like I said, I had to teach some of the older guys that we had because they learned on the job from somebody and I learned from school. Right. And I'm like, you know, technically, that's not the way you're supposed to do <laughs> this or, or, you know, you know, yeah, yeah, I had yeah. to kind of help with their bad habits and stuff like that but you know it's it's a learning curve and there's no excuse yeah. now like i said uh i'm all i'm always on youtube that's a lot i did a lot of that especially during covid 
uh, mm -hmm. watching a lot of YouTube. I have my, I still have my textbooks behind me. Uh, yeah. And re reading reading manuals is just the, the easiest, simplest way to do it. Like manufacturers tell you how to check their or how to install their stuff, how to troubleshoot their stuff. You mm -hmm. just read the manual, right? <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. And yeah, there's no excuse, man. There really is no excuse nowadays. So then, uh, so then they have you at, on your own now, right? Like you're out there own vehicle everything yeah my own my own van my own tools yeah i mean they didn't stock it very well so a lot of you know the first <laughs> few months was like yo can i get some of this yeah. there's none in my truck but yeah now nah, i'm on my own i've been on my own since uh march so i really okay, I was gonna... for about four months okay i was gonna ask how long did that take um yeah oh, that's another that's another pet peeve of mine i get after my guys and i'm like why don't you stock this stuff like you see it every day yeah. <laughs> right like Bro. the motors the valves whatever it is <laughs> uh-huh yeah like I, I, mine is stocked i might not have like 10 of everything like we don't do residential so i don't have a ton of caps uh -huh. i get away with some of the universal ones like i, I switched to that yeah, um, yeah. amrad global brand that mm -hmm, does like the, mm -hmm. the multiple sizes yeah i get away with a lot of that stuff but i have my motors i have my valves that i see all the time temperature controls like i have everything right. i hate I hate going to the supply house in the middle of a call. Yeah, no, that's just like that's just, just one of my pet peeves. I agree. I'm the same way. Having to, I mean, we we're pretty lucky, you know. If I'm on a call, make a phone call. Hey, I need this. We have plenty of yeah. drivers to drive that part to wherever I am. Um, but even then, it's like, can okay, I got to sit here and do something else for like thirty minutes? I know. I hate that. And I told them, like, dude, like, like we don't like we're a small business. We don't. We don't really factor mm -hmm. every little minute. You know, I know people are like, oh, time is money. I know time is money, but like we don't, yeah. like we're not, we're not too concerned with that. We're a small business, but still like if I'm wasting a uh, half an hour, hour, like that really gets on my nerves. So that is um, money, man. <laughs> I try to, I try to keep stocked and I hate, I hate having to drive back and forth. And then you gotta, you know, I do commercial accounts. They make us check in and out. So like that's oh, kind of money lost true. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So you got to make it up somewhere else, but you know, that's a whole other thing. Exactly. Uh, did they, did they require you to bring any tools in or how did that, like, did they supply everything? So they supplied like the things that we need for repairs for sure. I uh, like, like we just talked about run caps and stuff like that, but I had to buy just about everything, man. My own, you know, I started off first with the multimeter. Uh, yeah. and then I started getting, uh, you know my own 11 and one and and all of the above you know everything that's in my bag now uh that's stuff that i had to buy and how did you come about that kind of list of stuff or did you have to figure it out as you went so i did some research um okay uh online and then the company had kind of like an idea uh they had okay. a list put together of kind of like okay here's what you might need um but it really just came from talking to other technicians. It's like, hey, this thing looks really cool, but do I need it? <laughs> like, what do you yeah, recommend I, that I should really get for my first year? Yeah, I've tried to do a couple of those videos. I need to go back and see them, but like those, uh, what tools do you need to start with, right? Um, exactly. I know those are helpful. Yeah. I know those are helpful for some, for some guys because you, like you said, you're going to go out there and have to buy them when you start. That's what a lot mm -hmm. of companies do. Um, 
and like for me I, like going to school kind of got me started because they give you a list okay. uh there that they require before you even like start your first day so mm -hmm. I, I had those tools oh, yeah. from there i mean not all of those made it to like my new bag or whatever like right kind of learn learn as you go like what brands you like yeah. or, or what kind of tools you need and so, how you um, work i mean it's very different yeah. how, how you work is different than how the other guy works and this tool works for him it might not work for you oh i know i get that all the time like oh that tool sucks i'm like i love it it works for me like, this <laughs> is my this is my tool bag yes no it sucks like i i recently just got a, a veto pack you know my first one i shifted from this like weird looking like red husky bag kind of looks like a walmart sack <laughs> you know so little by little you start gaining um more of an idea as to what tools you want, what kind of bags you want, and all that. Yeah, I, I, I get, I, I saw the the Vito bags. Uh, uh, this might have been like twenty twenty as well, mm -hmm. and I, I just got tired of my other bags that I would buy the, from the supply house because I used to, I used to like the backpack uh, tool bags, and the okay. the shoulder the shoulder straps just kept ripping on me. I'm like, dude. I didn't feel like I loaded it out that much. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I stumbled upon Vito and, and I kind of got a few of the bags. I have a, a little too many now, but uh, <laughs> I got everybody into them at work, right? So we bought some for our guys. My dad bought some. My brother bought some. So nice. They, they last, man. They, they're built very oh, yeah. well. Shout out to Vito back, man. I, like I said, I just got my first one and it's it felt like a little kid on Christmas, you know, seeing that new bag. Just, <laughs> Brand spanking new. Uh, Which one did you get? I like it. I honestly couldn't tell you. I have no idea what it's called. What, it, what is it? What does it look like? It's it doesn't have the little flap, you know. So it's always open. Tools are always oh, out. Okay. Uh, actually, how I how it came about that bag was my uncle, service tech in Cali. He bought a backpack, and they were doing a sale. So if you got the bag, they'll give you another one. For like T, it might be like the the tp6b or something like that where something it's uh like that. or yeah like you said it's open all the mm -hmm. time it's an open top bag um but yeah those are cool because you do mostly residential right like yeah, are you on the rooftops yeah, yeah. at all sometimes 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 but mostly, some of mostly, these mansions out here oh yeah 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 some of these richer people like to put their units <laughs> on the roof but for the most part i'm in the garage so it's really cool because and the homeowner comes out and sees the tools, you know, they're just yeah. right there. And so it's kind of, it builds a level of like, this guy actually knows what he's doing. <laughs> I, I always tell people it's, it's, I, I know it sounds bad, but we got to look the part as well, right? You got to have, oh, for sure. you got to present yourself, your van and your tools, your tool bag, all of that helps in the customer's eyes, right? To, to kind of trust you. Exactly. Exactly. So, and that's what's cool about, you know, little by little getting more tools, more professional looking gear. Uh, yeah. is you look, you look the part for sure. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a thing, you know, you got to look the part. It's, it's definitely there. Uh, they, they, the customers yeah. view you a certain way. Exactly. Have you had any, uh, weird experiences with, with homeowners yet? Any, uh, crazy ones? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> do they do they give you a, like a hard time or is it something else man i have had 
a variety of experiences, but probably the one that happened most recently was kind of like more of a major one. Uh, oh. It, you know, had to deal with just some guy who maybe who's having a bad day and I showed up to service to maintenance his unit. And, uh, uh-huh. you know, he, you know, sadly to say, you know, he looked at me up and down, saw my color and was like, get out. Jeez. And, you know, for me as the first year tech, it was like, uh, what? <laughs> like, you know, you never want to disrespect the homeowner. You never want to kind of yeah. make escalate anything. But for me, it was kind of like my first experience dealing with something like that. And I, you know, try to be as respectful as I could. And I made sure to call, you know, who I had to call uh, in the office and let them know what was going on. But that was probably has been like, uh, the weirdest one where it was just like, that's like, you're paying us to come out. Why does color of skin matter? Yeah. To, you know, it was interesting. That's different, man. Cause, uh, I mean, you're going to see that every now and then, and hopefully, yeah. I mean, hopefully, hopefully you never see it again. Um, but man, that's a, that's a rough one. And like, like I was telling you earlier about like how the negativity and stuff, like I I've dealt with that online. Um, right, not so right. much, not so much here where I live in a Hispanic community, so we don't really deal with that too much, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's, there's still people out there like that. Um, I'm yeah. glad that you, I'm glad that you kept your composure. I'm sure you, that could have escalated like really bad, uh, because I come from a Hispanic, uh, family, right? My mm-hmm. dad, my grandfather would not put up with that. And there'd be a whole yeah. like catastrophic thing going on so i've had to learn that a little bit too because my dad's still kind of like you know f that uh, like mm-hmm. i don't want to be treated like that or whatever it is because uh, we deal with managers too you never know like it could be a like you said a bad day they could have gotten yeah. in trouble or, or something uh, they could have something going on at home and they just take it out on you exactly so uh, exactly. we've had we've had those managers at restaurants and stuff treat us a certain way or, or whatever it is and they're upset with us you know barely taking a foot in the door mm-hmm. and uh you, you have to learn to keep your composure that's going to be one of the hardest parts like the good and the bad as far as like customer service yeah. right how do you treat your customers but then how do you respond with how they treat you right um yeah, that's going to be very important in any aspect of of hvac because I, like i i was doing i'm doing commercial and i always thought like i don't have to deal with the customer right now I do, right? I have to yeah. talk to them when I get there, ask about the equipment. And then I have to talk to them to kind of update them and then kind of like talk to them on the way out. Um, right, right, right. They're not over my shoulder all the time, although I've, I've had those too. Oh, I like too, to watch, watch everything. <laughs> and you just, you have to be professional. That's that's a super important part of the, of the trade too. It is, it is. I've come up with, a, I think, you know, it's a little bit of a, kind of a joke I like to tell homeowners when they're watching over my shoulder the whole time. I just tell them like, hey, I'm gonna have to charge you for lessons, man, because kind of just watching over my <laughs> shoulder. And I joke around about it and they kind of catch on like, okay, you know, in residential, you deal with so many different kinds of people and uh, and it's their home, you know, that you're trying to fix. Mm-hmm. So, and there are those chan- there are those times when maybe you can't get a fix that night, you know, and yeah. the parts house is closed or whatever the case is like, you got to be able to put on that kind of 
you know, bear a bad news face and say, hey, you know what, we can't get you going tonight. Like, I'm sorry. So that, you know, it's, it's tough. Customer service is a big thing in our industry. Was that it? Was that easy for you, hard for you when you started, like, understanding how to deal with customers? It was difficult in the sense of terminology and not knowing but it was definitely easy for me because I had served a mission for the church. Uh, that, yeah, that helps. Yeah, like I said at the beginning, you know, going to knock doors uh, and having, oh, man, doors slammed in your face, you know, alcoholic drinks thrown at me while I was walking, like just hate it on. And so Damn. I kind of was able to develop a bit of thick skin uh, and learn to talk to people. I guess the big thing, had I lashed out at that one guy, um, yeah, that looks bad on me, and that looks bad on the company, and so yeah. you, you got to realize that it's not just you anymore. You know, you carry a company, you carry yourself as a company, as a product. So you can't be kind of just throwing that around in the dirt. Yeah, and some people don't don't see it that way. And I've 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 had that conversation before too, where I'm like, you know, we put our like us. I run a business, right? I put my guys out there. They are representing the whole company as well, right? Mm-hmm. If they have a fight, if they have an argument, if they lash out on a customer, they're not going to care about that tech. They're going to call no. us and they're going to lash out on us. And then we lose business or whatever it is. You know, they don't want to pay pay invoices. You know, there, there's tons of mm-hmm. stuff that go into it. And then uh, and re- reputation is, is key it is. in this trade yeah. as well, because like as as a small business but this pertains to any business right any hvac company out there we we rely on word of mouth so uh that's how we get new customers that's how we keep our customers Mm -hmm. is word of mouth you know people saying that we're good or bad whatever it is and uh you know any company has to deal with that because there's google reviews right there's uh all this other stuff Mm -hmm. they tell their Exactly. neighbors or friends or whatever it is like don't don't call that company I, like i had a i had a bad experience or whatever it is um, <clears throat> right 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 that, that's the one that, that's the one thing you have to keep in mind is like your company is is at stake too your reputation yeah your reputation as a company and as a tech um as an individual goes, that's gonna that's gonna go that's gonna stay with you forever yeah and that's one thing that i learned from uh from these older taxes, what I heard once was like, everybody knows everybody in HVAC. Yeah. And if, you know, you mess up once and someone's already talking bad about you, that can affect you, you know, five years down the line. So you always oh, yeah. gotta make sure that you know that you're keeping yourself, you know, in, in line. Exactly, man. Uh, so you, you had said that you were uh, newly married. Uh, mm-hmm. How, how are you able because you know i'm trying to get a perspective on a younger technician or a newer technician how do you balance your work and your family time your family uh life is that is that hard for you is that easy do you try to uh separate the two as much as you can i that's a good question um beside what i'm doing now we also with my wife, we run a photography and a, and a videography like company as well. Oh, really? So it's kind of just work twenty four seven, but we 
I feel like we have been pretty good at setting those kind of boundaries. I'm like, okay, yeah. work starts at this time, it ends at this time. Then from here to here is family time. It's time to gotcha. forget about work, uh, forget about school, and just spend time. I mean, you know, Hispanics are big on family, man. There's, there's kind of like a party every weekend <laughs> in my family. And so it's, yeah. you know, when we can, we do. When we can have time with them, then we will. But also, if we got to work on, on a wedding or if we got to work, I mean, if I got to stay after hours, then it's time to work. I, I think that's that's important to, like you said, keep boundaries because there there's there's guys that, that um, it affects their family, their, it affects their relationships. Yeah. Um, I haven't had really that issue myself, but I've always, mm-hmm. even working for myself, I do work. 24 seven sometimes, right? I got, I got to right, sit down right. at, at a computer. I got to, I got to do my billing, my invoicing, quoting, all that. Um, and, and just if a call comes up, I'm, I usually volunteer to do it. If, you know, I try to, I try to get to everything. Um, mm-hmm. We alternate our, our weekends and stuff like that. So I try to plan accordingly. Yeah. Right. Um, but like once I'm out, I mean, I'll answer my phone still because I I, I have to run it. But mm-hmm. once I'm once I'm out, I'm with my family, right? I I make the time for my kids, uh, you know, date night, whatever it is, and, and try to do yeah. it. Try to, because if you if you just think about work twenty four seven, if you're just bringing that home, bringing frustrations home, um, lashing out at your family, significant other, kids. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. that that's where it, it gets really dangerous and uh, you got to know when to you know like i i, t- I talked to ty uh ty brenneman mm-hmm. and he had a good a good little uh metaphor for it he's like when you you know when you get home you know leave your work problems at work you know he's like you know imagine like you're hanging something up and then when you're at home leave your home problems at home right don't bring those to work yeah, either. don't bring them to work yeah, yeah. so you you got to know how to separate those two or you'll be very miserable at either one work or home exactly yeah and and you know home is to to be peaceful that's one thing that you know i'm super grateful for my wife that has taught me about setting boundaries about uh being able to just let go and making that easier making it easier man i mean like i said i'm 22 i just got married so i'm still learning life for that matter you know and so being able to to set those boundaries has been so helpful yeah, that's awesome, man. And, and, you know, getting or knowing to do that sooner than later is a big help as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, like I said, I mean, like I said, it, it never happened to me that way. But um, I've heard other guys say that, you know, that yep. is a reason there's like tension, there's divorces, you know, stuff like that. But like the other key thing is, is to be open and, and communicate, right? If... Mm-hmm. A lot of us, you know, because I do it too with, with uh, my girlfriend, uh, we, we want to rent, right? We want to vent sometimes. And if they can yeah. listen to us, mm-hmm. even better, right? Get it out. You know, don't direct it towards exactly. them, but get it out. Talk a little bit and then like move on, right? Well, have dinner, uh, make plans, do something else um, and, and, and go about it that way. That's like I said, I've never had that issue, but. Yeah. Anybody listening, if, if that helps you guys, you know, just remember to keep keep boundaries, separate the two. Um, 
I love being, you know, around my kids and stuff like that. So right, I, right. I, I try to be as present as I can. Don't be on my phone. Um, don't worry about work. You know, I, I set my schedules, my mm-hmm. times, like you said, you know, when I'm when I'm going to do office work and stuff like that, I set all that and yeah. I try to keep try to stay to it. Exactly. That's the key. Time is key. So when you can learn to manage your time, you're golden. So uh, I, I know the, the trade can be frustrating, right? Like uh, day in and day out. Uh, do, you, do you do anything to unwind? Like what are some of the, the hobbies that you do or, or try to keep your mind off of it, you know, after work? Or do you do anything? Are you a homebody? Uh, we love to dance, man. I'm going to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I met my wife was dancing. And so uh, dancing is kind of one thing that we love to do to kind of just let go. Uh, I'm a big, you know, movie, movie guy, love action movies, comedy movies, Star Wars, Avengers, all, you know, all the good stuff, man. Um, not much of a gamer, never really have been beside like Super Mario. Uh, so, you know, when, when it comes time to come home, I'll probably just, you know, chat it up, watch a movie. Uh, I love the office kind of stuff like that. So I'm going to laugh. I feel like laughter is the best medicine after a hard day at work. Yeah, man, you gotta, you gotta take your mind off sometimes. Like yeah. I, I'm a role like homebody now, right? You know, I'm just here. Yeah. <laughs> Kid, kids are here, you know, well, I'll try and watch right. something or I'll try and work on, on some of the stuff that I, that I do like the editing and stuff. Um, but man, uh, I'm trying to get back into like being a little active, right? Working out, sports, stuff like yeah. that, because that that used to help me a lot. But yeah, that's yeah, what whatever. I was gonna say. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is is the gym has been like, you know, second to work. Uh, I feel like my day doesn't go good if I don't hit the gym in the morning. Okay. You know, I I'm a I'm an early bird. Now, if I can wake up early and hit the gym before I got to clock in and get a good pump, then it's like, okay, I know I've at least I've won that part of my day. So yeah. I like doing a track. I know I could win that part of my day as well. Gotcha. And basketball, like we talked about earlier, basketball is one of the things I love to do for sure. Man, I used to, I was playing like every day, 20, like late at night. <laughs> like I, that's all I want. That's all I thought about. That's why I never kind of like, wanted to get into the trades at first like i didn't think about it because like i said my dad was an electrician and all that i was just so focused on sports right i was like i'm I'm, Mm -hmm. i'm I'm gonna play basketball i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that reality hit i got a couple of knee surgeries later and i'm like okay maybe i maybe i should do maybe i should do this this trades thing that my dad does you know yeah Uh, Yeah, that's awesome but But you gotta uh, keep active well especially with our trade you drive That's what I was going to get to right you, now. You're sitting down. Like, yeah, yeah. For me, it's so easy to just reach over and snack a little bit and then keep driving, you know. So staying active with whatever it is you're doing in the trade is good. Oh Yeah, I'm a big snacker. Um, I always have <laughs> chips on me and stuff. Like, Same. I'm really bad about it. It's so bad. But, but that's what I was going to get get to real quick is, like, you know, uh, what we do, we got to take, take care of ourselves, right? Like, you, you go mm-hmm. to the gym, you kind of get that um in before your work day and and it helps to do or to be active yeah take care of your body because man uh like being active kind of helped me in the beginning too because i felt 
invincible because like uh the knee mm -hmm. surgeries came a little bit after i started as the helper okay. so i was still trying to play basketball and stuff but i felt invincible i was like you know climbing roofs jumping up uh here and there like i was the, mm -hmm. the skinny guy i fit in everything every area and i was athletic i would i was jumping on you know different things and then right. uh i had those knee surgeries and i'm like i can't do all that anymore <laughs> I got to take care of myself, right? I, I, yeah. I work out just to compensate for that. Um, and then, like, I, I started getting into, like, knee protection. Uh, mm -hmm. I wear arm sleeves now for for the sun protection because we have a really bad sun here. Right. I bet. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, glasses, hats, like, whatever it is, like, you got to take care of yourself. I don't know if you're on that train, too. I am, bro. My best friend is my chiropractor, if I'm being honest. Because after spending that's, that's two hours what in ben, crawl space, yeah, that's gotta, what Ben has go talked the about. Chiropractor. Mm -hmm. That's been like my number one go-to uh, in a crawl space for three hours. Chiropractor <laughs> in an attic for a few for a few hours. You know, I feel like something's not in line. Chiropractor, man. Because it's if if something doesn't work in our body, you can't work. No. Period. Let me tell you, man. I, I uh, like I, I work. Like I said, I work with my family. I work with my brother. And I told mm -hmm. you, every now and then they get on my nerves. We had this little. We had this little argument about a compressor, mm -hmm. and I was trying to tell him how to how to how we're gonna move it and how we're gonna do this. And I was like, I'll just lift it on my own, right? I picked it up. I was fine. I believe this was a scroll compressor for. And it was a kind of a big one, mm -hmm. uh, for this rooftop that we we're doing. I, I did it fine. I moved it over. I got it in place and everything. I felt okay at the time. After work, my back was killing me. And that oh, lingered man. for a week or two. And Gosh, and like you said, right, it, it, it affects you the next the next call, the next work day. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, man, I, 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 I preach all this stuff. And then I had a little moment where I lost it. And I screwed myself for a couple of weeks. So yeah. be careful out there. I feel that, man. I mean, for me, it's kind of like the opposite. I'm 6'2", 220 pounds. I'm a big boy. And so all the, these older techs, when I would work with them to change out these compressors to, you know, change out a whole unit, i like, oh, just go ahead and pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, I look big, but I'm not trying to get wrecked, bro. So, you know, that's what it is. You really got to take care of yourself, like investing in vitamins, man, keeping up, you know, on your on your calcium for your bones and all those little things, like you said, glasses, everything, everything. Because as soon as something hurts, you're out for a few days. Man, yeah, and it's like, you know, you feel it for so long. It's, I, and I feel yeah. like as I'm getting, as I'm getting older, I'm taking longer to heal. Right? I was like, oh, yeah, I'll be sure. fine in a couple. I'll be fine in a couple of days. And I was like, fuck. Like two weeks later, I'm still feeling it. <laughs> uh, yeah. And my brother, my brother's a big dude as well uh but he's very strong and mm -hmm. I, i've been that that guy like you said that older tech that tells the other one just pick it up <laughs> you're you're strong i've done that to my brother a couple times too and i'm like oh, it's because like you know he he is he hurts yeah. us when he doesn't mean to he broke no, one yeah, of my yeah. doors one time by slamming it i'm like dude <laughs> calm down but uh yeah now we try to be more safe um yeah. I have like an an umbrella that we put up all the time. I have the knee pads. Mm -hmm. I have like uh like I said, I cover myself uh any skin that shows, you know, arm sleeves, cause uh man, I yeah. will get burnt up 
in the heat. I bet. No, for sure. For sure, for sure, man. That's, you know, you only get one body. You got to take care of it, especially in our trade. <laughs> yeah, man. And that's exactly what I said because I have a, a safety video of a guy mm-hmm. who's a safety consultant. We have a lot of, mm-hmm. like, uh, stories to tell in, in that podcast, and that's coming out. And I told him the same thing. I was like, dude, we only have one body. I'm, I'm starting to yeah. realize that, right? Take <laughs> care of it. Take care of it. Exactly. I mean, you look at LeBron, that, you know, that one interview he had a while back, Jeez. years back, how yeah. much he invests in his body. And we got to do the same, bro. Maybe we ain't, like, playing in the NBA, but it's kind of similar, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. And that, Well, you're, so you're an NBA fan? Yes, sir. What, what's mm-hmm. your team? You know, I'm from Utah, so the Jazz is kind of runs in the blood. But I've always been a fan of the Lakers. Yes, I'm a Laker fan. Yes, uh, my dad got my dad got me into the Lakers. Uh, really? Of course, I was I was a Jordan fan. I got to see him when I was younger. Uh, yeah. You know, play and all that. But I was like, who am I gonna who am I gonna go for now? You know, he retired and everything. My yeah. dad was mm-hmm. a huge Laker fan, so I've been a Laker fan. Okay. Ever since, you know. A big Kobe fan, loved all those yeah. uh, playoffs. You know, those were great. I feel mm-hmm. like basketball was better before, but, you know, I still watch it. You know, I, <laughs> I would have to agree with that, man. I would have to agree. I mean, I grew up, my dad was a huge Michael Jordan fan. My dad balled like no other. And uh, <laughs> having family in L.A., you know, it was always the Lakers. Always like always yeah. Kobe, you know. So I get you. I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah, and, like, now, like, See, like I was never, and honestly, I was never a LeBron fan. Uh, now that he's there, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very grateful. I, I love watching. Uh, right, right. But right. like that dude amazes me, and that's one of the like the greatest examples of like take care of your body, right? Like this dude yep. is out there with all these young guys, killing it, right? It's it's balling great up, to man. see. <laughs> balling them up, balling them up. It's 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 how he takes care of his body. And his mental health—that's another thing too. That's part of your, you know, gotta, like you said, we got to vent sometimes, and all that is just. Oh yeah, it's part of the everyday. Yeah, just just figure out what's best for you. Like, uh, like you said, if you get to work out before work, I, I, I yeah, I don't get that. Uh, I get to work out after mm-hmm. work, do the, my thing then. Okay. Um, like I said, I like to talk about work sometimes, get it off my chest. Exactly. Uh, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. Just take care of your body and physical and mental health. It's very important. It makes your day mm-hmm. so much better. Your next day, your next week, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. If not, man, that it's a hard trade to be in if you're going to have uh, all that kind of building up. Yeah. And for me, funny enough, man, it's been also kind of enduring a little bit of that bullying for my coworkers. Because a lot of these guys, you know, they I don't I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't do anything, bro. I don't have any tats, I don't have this or that, right? So a lot of them like, bro, when okay, are you going to pick up a... I might need to have you back next time because I'm going to do an open invitation for everybody that came on this year to come on again for like a specific topic. I've been looking for somebody that also doesn't drink, smoke, or anything like that because I don't. Yeah. I, ne- I never have, <laughs> never, never will. So good to know. <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. Let me know, man. But for sure, they're all like, when are you going to pick up uh, some sort of like a habit, bro? Because you're too clean. You need to get dirty in the trades. I was like, bro, I'll see you when you're on your deathbed. I'm good. (laughs) 
Oh man, I, I totally get you because like I, I had to deal with that even just from friends growing up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all the time. I mean, there's there's peer pressure, there's all that stuff, but I was like, mm-hmm. nah, dude, I'm good. Like, I want to remember my night. I want to like feel good in the morning. Like, I, I just wasn't yeah. about it. So that's definitely don't a get topic me wrong. that I want to have sometime. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I love to party. Like I said, we're yeah. big dancers in my family. Like, yeah, or we used to dance baile folklorico. You know, like the Mexican charros with the you know big <laughs> things. We love to party. I just never drank, man. Never drank. Never smoked. Vape. Chew. That's a big thing out here in Idaho. It's still country, so people still chew tobacco and stuff. And like, oh yeah. Nah. Nah, man. I've <laughs> I've been trying to see who else is like that because like uh like right now that I'm with my girlfriend, she's like I've never mm-hmm. met anybody that like hasn't done any of that or doesn't do it. I'm like yeah. I was like I had other things to do. I you know I didn't want right. to like I just thought it was disgusting and all that too. Like I, I just didn't want to do it. And uh, yeah, I had I, I had. I had friends growing up where they're like, I'm going to get you one of these days, you know, I'm going to get you to drink or I'm going to get you to, to take a right. hit or whatever. And I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. man, I'm good. <laughs> I've just never been about it, man. I mean, I grew up in like the ghetto part of Utah. I was around it all the time. It's just, yes. I think it, to each their own. That's all I say. To each their own. Yeah, it's cool. I had, had a bunch them. of friends. Yeah, I had a bunch of friends that were into that. I mean, I, like I said, like you said, I also went out to all the parties all the different mm-hmm. things yeah. that were going on just respectfully i didn't want any of the, the stuff that was passed yeah. around but uh i still i'm still yeah. there i'm still with my friends still like to to do that stuff it was just you know let me be <laughs> exactly yeah respect them and you know they may not respect you but you're still gonna do what you gotta do <laughs> yeah man that's that's awesome uh, we're going on an hour and a half. I don't want to keep you yeah. too long. This has been a great conversation. I really appreciate you for coming on the show. Um, to close this out, do you, do you have any advice that you want to give or, uh, you know, for people that are getting into the trades, starting in the trades, you know, based on your experience, you know, being one year in, is there anything like you want to mm-hmm. kind of give advice on? Yeah. 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 I honestly, kind of going back to what you talked about on one of your videos just do it like don't be afraid to to put yourself out there don't be afraid to honestly don't be afraid to help in the world like i said in one of my videos it's we're we're so lucky to be able to give back to be able to help people in the world someone you know someone told me treat every house like it's your mom's house treat every business like it's your own business like you we're here to help and so you know for those of y'all that are trying to see where to start just start everything else is going to figure itself out just start and you may not like it but at least you tried it and you actually gave it some time um it's fine if you don't like it you know it's not for everybody but when you figure out which trade is for you then you know stick to it stick to it because it's, it's difficult but the highs just completely overshadow the lows is uh is hvac rewarding to you because i feel like that's a common answer i get from guys as well it is it is yeah definitely uh i think i have yet i have yet to have a night that i come home or go to bed and and feel like not satisfied you know because we run so many calls a day so many people and each one of those calls is a person you know is yeah. a business 
it's not like you're just you're just kind of running around with your head you know chopped off but you're you're doing good in the world and that's kind of what's the biggest like rewarding part like i said it's just when that little old lady comes up to you and asks you if she can give you a hug because like her house was cold for like a few hours it's that rewarding bit of it and being grateful man you know i don't know if y'all believe in like you know the universe or god or whatever you believe in but realizing that that good is gonna come back in blessings and realize that you're blessed that's that's my thing like you you uh like with people as well like treat others the way you want to be treated but like mm-hmm. you said in, in the whole universe of things like just do good good things will happen to you yeah. that's that's the best way to go about it that's it all right man so i'm gonna leave your uh instagram youtube all that in the description cool. if anybody wants to find you i appreciate you for coming on johnny um it was a great 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 episode great conversation yeah no absolutely i'm honored to be on the show i'm looking forward to the next time that we have a good conversation looking forward to meeting uh all y'all that are going out to chicago and uh yeah man it's it's gonna be good (laughs) all right uh everybody listening and watching i'll see you guys all right that was great uh if you guys are watching on the youtube video and you're still around go ahead and leave a comment Show your support for the guest. Before you leave, though, let me talk to you real quick. If you ever had an annoying issue where you could have uh, resolved it just by seeing what the other person on the line was seeing, you know how hard uh, giving tech support over the phone is, right? I always tell them, I, I don't know, I need to go see it. And I run out there and I have to make this extra trip to go help either a customer or a tech that I'm training, right? They don't know something and I got to tell them over the phone. They don't understand what I'm talking about. I have to go there and visually show them. You can say goodbye to that frustration if you have Tether It Now. This lets you step right into their situation remotely without any mobile apps or any software downloads. It's a live video feed so you can see what they're seeing and there's augmented reality tools that let you basically draw on the screen, kind of point to things and guide them to maybe a simple fix or something that they missed. Uh, You can also assess the the situation before you have to go out to that call. And uh, that, in turn, will help you reduce wasted trips. Maybe also just see if you need to pick up any extra parts after seeing, you know, what the issue that they're having. Uh, You can get those on the way to that call and you can increase uh, customer satisfaction. There's no apps, no downloads, just a text message link to connect to either your customer or your technician. Learn more at visalogics.com slash HVAC. And if you guys want to quote and invoice quickly and efficiently, you should check out Jobber. You can use it on the go on the job site uh, with their mobile app or access it with any browser that has internet. You can schedule jobs, dispatch texts, uh, set reoccurring jobs like maintenance. That's a big one. Uh, Set real time price lists and much, much more. It's professional and affordable. If you're using, if you're still using pen and paper, it's definitely a no-brainer. So get yourself a free trial and a discount by going to getjobber.com/slash reliable hvacr. Thank you guys. 